Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Why, hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Bravo East Coast Housewives. I'm your main bitch, Kim, like I say every week. And there's been a lot of things being said online through the social medias, as I like to call them. And originally, because a lot of shit's been going on in my life, huge change, Yin's guys. And it's, I'm still trying to wrap my head around it, to be honest. However, it is going to be a thing. I have decided to move back to Pittsburgh. I know, I can't believe that I'm saying it myself, but it's real and it's going to be happening. I don't know how to feel about it just yet. I mean, I love it and I don't love it at the same time. I'm like Lisa Barlow. I'm a flip-flopper. So, you know, I think I love the fact that I'll be closer to family because in Chicago, I don't really have family there. So I've been fending for myself for the past eight years. And I really do feel since the whole pandemic started, I think that I'm call me more adult. I don't know. I think I'm thinking about life a little bit differently. And uh, I kind of want to be home around my family and enjoy the time that I have with them. So big to do. And I've been a little off off kilter, if you will. Is that what I should say? I don't know. But I've been a little absent. That's the word. I've been a little absent with the news of what's going on. However, I, I have browsed through people's posts and I've looked shit up online. So first, again, this is going to be a what the bravo. Let's talk about Frederick uh, Eklund. I'm sad to hear that he is leaving million dollar listing after 11 years. Now, we know him first on the New York show, right? He had this like huge rival with Ryan Serhant and I loved seeing them go from complete enemies and rivals to dads and they're married and they actually became friends. So I love seeing that throughout the years. They've really grown and I like love all of the New York people, by the way. So, but we've also seen him in Los Angeles too for the past, I think it was the last season or something. And maybe the season prior, he was kind of talking about and kind of coming in Los Angeles. So, uh, yeah, he explained that in his Instagram post. I'm a little bummed out, to be honest. So I'm going to read a little bit about what he said on his uh, Instagram quote. He says, after an amazing 11 years, I've decided it's time for the next chapter in my life and to leave Million Dollar Listing. It's an end of an era and a new start for me. I mean, what an incredible run we had together. All of my memorable milestones from the last decade I'd shared with all of you. Meeting Derek, our wedding, the miscarriages, the birth of our twins, and all of the beautiful properties. I will always cherish that experience. He had like a longer post, but that's sort of the shorthand version of what he said. So I'm super bummed that he is not going to be 
in the next uh, season. I personally would love that Louise would come back. I fucking miss him. He was like one of my favorites. Seriously, I want him to come back. So Louise, if you're hearing this, there's an opening and I would love to have you back because I think you're amazing. Now, more on to the big news, like super, super big. And I literally, again, as I said, I've been a little out of the loop with things, but Jenny from Salt Lake City. Okay, so there is a lot of shit said on uh, Instagram and Facebook, and I'm assuming Twitter, but I don't have a Twitter. Uh, We all know that already. So found this on Reality Blurb along with uh, some stuff on Instagram. So there's been some posts that Jenny put on her Facebook in 2020 that have resurfaced and it deals, I mean, there's definitely, there's quite a few posts and I guess this uh, reality blurb website is saying, I'll uh, just do the headline, Jenny embroiled in racism. I don't know how to say her last name, so I just said Jenny. Jenny embroiled in racism scandal after old racist Facebook posts surface online about a certain, quote, demographic, end quote, and George Floyd, plus suggests police brutality isn't real. Holy shit. This is what I've missed for the past couple days. Like, this shit is crazy. So everyone's like, oh, you know, if you thought Mary's comment about her slanted eyes was, like, bad, wait till you get a hold of what the fuck Jenny has been saying on her Facebook post. Um, Yeah, there's just, there's so much stuff. It's like she posts, they're all reposts, it seems. And one of them was like, how many more videos involving the same demographic do you need to see before you wake up? And it's like this picture of a white little boy looking all sad and stuff. And then a black little girl, I think, um, looking down on him. I Yeah, so that was one of them. Another one was kind of referencing about, um, what the fuck is his name? Colin Kaepernick with him kneeling uh, during the national anthem. Just a lot of stuff. And then, I, I don't know, Charlie Brown was in it or something. And not Charlie Brown, but one of the guys. And she just made a bunch of different posts that came after the black community. And it was not tasteful. It was not right and it was it was just wrong it was just wrong so a lot of her castmates came out and just sort of spoke against her and was like you know what I don't tolerate that shit I don't think that that was right and it it, yeah so a lot of people want her off the show uh we already know that Mary is not coming back now I know that Andy made some remarks on his podcast saying, you know, we're doing some research, we're going to have the conversation and all this kind of shit. I think he kind of mentioned it too in a recent Watch What Happens Live with Lisa Barlow where she just said, I don't condone that shit and et cetera, et cetera. So, but a lot of people are kind of getting on Andy too that he's kind of blowing over what Jenny did. And yeah, I mean, we'll see if Jenny comes back to the show. She has since apologized uh, on her Instagram saying that she never meant to hurt anyone. She's going to try to educate herself and all that kind of stuff. And she has also deleted her Facebook. So that's some big shit. That is probably the biggest shit that I have discovered with What the Bravo. Now, uh, moving on from that, it's just a heavy, I mean, there's not much more to say. It was wrong. She shouldn't have done it. And like, let's fucking be better, people. We have to be better. As I usually say, because I love Crazy Stupid Love with Ryan Gosling, 
Be better than the gap. Be better than the gap. If we recall, he said that to Steve Carell. I fucking love that movie. So we have to be better than the gap. That's all I'm saying. Let's go to a more exciting uh, news for me. Yas, Candy from Real Housewives of Atlanta. You know I love me some candy. Finally, finally, bravo, you have listened to me. She is having her own show, and it's called Candy in the Gang. So excited about her life, about her family, about her friends, about her business. Move over, Portia, because in my opinion... I'm more excited about this one than I am with your show. Yeah, I mean, because really, I don't watch your show. I've already said that. So super excited that Candy is coming with her own show. Premieres March 6th. Happy early birthday to me because my birthday's March 9th. I'm super excited. Yes, tune in for that. Clearly in my mind, I always want to be like, will Phaedra make an appearance you all know my obsession with her and how badly I want her to come back I doubt that she'll be on Candy's show but it's always wishful thinking isn't it because are they still friends have they rekindled their friendship spark probably not but in my mind they should other news that honestly isn't that big of a deal for me but it's a below deck thing So it's a below deck sailing yacht, the second sailing yacht that they did. So not the one with Jenna and um, the cute chef, which his name slips my mind. But it says here, below deck sailing cast react to Jean-Luc confirming the paternity. So apparently during this season, he had sex with this girl named Danny who was on the show and I guess she had a baby claiming then that he was the father and he like denied it and I guess he didn't show up to the reunion maybe and uh there was just a lot of shit going down but in fact here people we found out this is very Jerry Springer you are no it's Mari right you are the father so Jean-Luc is the father of Danny's baby who is Danny I don't know but she was on the show So that is the news with the below deck sailing. So, you know, whatever. Uh, Now if we go to Real Housewives of Orange County. Vicky Gunvalson, my loves. Vicky Gunvalson is dating after her split from Steve. We all don't like Steve. Steve, I think you just wanted to be on the show. Steve, did you just want to be famous? Steve. (sighs) But yeah, Vicky's dating again. Super exciting news. I hope her love tank gets super full. And we find out she went on two teas in a pod, which we all know is Teddy and Tamara's podcast, to talk about it. And she explained to them or revealed to them that she hired a matchmaker. I wonder if it was Patty Stanger. Because she did get up and leave Jersey, I believe. Even though she was, was she stationed in New Jersey? I know she's from Jersey, but maybe she worked out of New York City first. But I know that she went to Los Angeles. So I wonder if she hired Patty Stanger. Who knows? And I guess from this experience, Vicky has found a guy that she is casually dating right now. 
but she kind of likes him. She wants to see where it's going and super exciting. He's from Chicago. And if we do know, Vicky's from Illinois. So to me, I think it could be a match made in heaven. And let's just say that they do end up together and it's like a big shabam, shazam, you know what I'm saying. Would she move back to Illinois? Would she move back to Chicago? I wonder, and if she would move back to Chicago, do you think she'd call up Andy Cohen and say, hey, I want to do a Real Housewives of Chicago? I wonder that. I would be all for it. I would be all for it. And I wouldn't doubt that I would probably think about moving back to Chicago. (laughs) But I don't know. So that was fun news because we also found out the attributes that she looks for in her man They include, hello, sorry smokers. She doesn't want a smoker, so if you do that, get the fuck out. She's not your gal. Uh, She definitely needs a family man, and she needs a man to be self-sufficient. Okay, Steve Lodge, because we don't think that you were. You were a moocher. You were a moocher like everyone thinks that fucking Brock is mooching off of Sheena. That's another story. Speaking of Vanderpump Rules... Let's go there for a quick second. So first off, Katie Maloney. And I said this a little bit last uh, last episode, last week. She wants Stassi and Kristen to return to the show. And uh, she explains the decision to start a sandwich shop. Again, reality blur people. So she basically said after this major cast shakeup that obviously they just finished this past season and uh, heartfelt heavy, uh, heavy emotions there with the uh, first part of the reunion, I say like, holy shit. I do feel like they need to change something because I think they're losing viewers. I think they're losing viewers. Katie explained to uh, page six that she misses her former co-stars. And she says, quote, it was definitely a different season overall. It was minus some of the people I had been on this journey with for a long time. So, you know, I don't know. She also revealed that she selfishly wants them to come back on the show. Who's them? Kristen and Stassi because those are her best friends and even though it was a controversy about them getting kicked off the show she still wants them there because she wants to hang out with them because she still hangs out with them all the time obviously we see it because we see her posts on Instagram but she also understands it's not my life on the show it's much more complicated than that and I'm aware of it I'm just selfishly wanting my friends to be here she also grew to talk about her sandwich shop that she was doing, that she's doing with Ariana. And uh, I guess she was saying how lost she felt during this season. Like, she felt like she needed a purpose. And she's always, obviously, we see that she wanted to open a a restaurant with Schwartz. But, you know, he was all up Sandoval's ass. So we see that all the time. But you know what? People love it. People dig it. And, you know, I think their relationship is probably going... They're probably the strongest relationship in Bravo that I've ever seen, honestly. They don't really go against each other. And if they do, it's for like a hot second. But if you compare their friendship and bromance to Craig and Austin and Shep, 
Those motherfuckers are not afraid to throw the other one under the bus. And with Sandoval and Schwartz, I don't think they would do that to each other. And if they did, it would be accidental because they're dumb as fuck. Because, you know, I'm sorry, guys can be a little stupid sometimes. They can be. Girls can be too. But, uh, you know, guys, they can't they can be. Come after me if you don't like it. Whatever. So I feel like it would just be a mistake that they didn't even realize that they were doing. But yeah, as I said, Craig and Austin and Shep, they would throw each other under the bus like a motherfucker. And I'm thinking of those uh, summer house peeps. Um, I don't know. I think they would be too drunk to do anything. So I don't really put them in a category of like super close bonding because I just don't. (laughs) So... She continued by saying, with Ariana saying, hey, I'll do this sandwich shop with you. She was like all excited. And she's like, fucking yes. And then she felt like she found her calling. And uh, she's really excited. But now let's go to, let's go to if Randall is still investing in the sandwich shop. We saw in an episode that he was all in because they were they were doing like a a sandwich after him or something. I can't remember what it was called, but I do remember the uh Vander Pump on Rye or something. I don't remember that either. But it was ish like that rye ish or whatever. So <laughs> okay, Kim, get your shit straight. So since Lala and Randall have been over, he in fact I don't think, is investing in their sandwich shop. When Schwartz and Sandoval went and watched What Happens Live, I think this was last week, Schwartz and Sandoval explained that they don't really think that he's investing. I think they kind of dissolved that, and uh, the girls are seeking for different investors. So I know that Andy asked them, so do you see that Randall will be coming around the group in the future? And basically they're like, no. But let's just be real. Why the fuck would he want to come around? You have this like middle-aged man, 40-some years old, forty mid-40s or something. He should be hanging out with Kyle Cook. But not even that because Kyle Cook still thinks he's 22. But I would never see Randall hanging out with him in the first place if he wasn't with Lala. Now what he's going to do is he gonna he's going to find another girl that's probably younger than her, maybe, and he'll do the same thing that he did to her. But also, if you think about it, with Lala being so shocked that this happened, it's sad that it happened. I mean, I have compassion for her and I have empathy, like I empathize with her. It sucks balls. But if I were in her position, I would have to be like, not necessarily saying that the joke is on me, but if you think about it, She was his mistress, uh, per se, whenever he was married, right? So she was fucking around with him when she knew that he was still married. Allegedly, I could be fucking wrong on this because we know on the show she says that they were no longer together. But how the fuck do we really know, right? It's just all rumors, as Lindsay Lohan sang, I'm tired of all rumors, I'm sick of being... Remember that, Jim? Yes, wonder what she's doing. I know that she has a hotel uh, business in Greece. I think it was Mykonos. Maybe not, but sounds amazing. I would love to go to Greece. That's like one of my to-do lists before I die. So I got to get started on that. I have a passport I haven't used and uh, I should get off my ass and do it. But back to Lala. She was 
his mistress, and uh, then he got divorced, and then he ended up with her. So she shouldn't be that shocked that he was cheating on her while they were officially together, because he kind of, as Ariana would say about Jax, this is a pattern. This is who he is. Again, I feel bad for her, but I almost feel like she she should have saw it coming. She should have saw it coming. <sighs> so, yeah, Randall isn't investing. He's probably going to cut ties from them. That's expected. I wonder if he's hanging. He, he, pro- he would probably hang out with Jax more so than anyone else in the cast because Jax and him have more in common. They're in their 40s. I just feel like... I don't know. Jax is a cheater, too. So I guess they definitely have more in common. So, yeah, that's basically the news with Vanderpump. We will see if they come back with another season. We'll see if some of these cast members return. James has been really busy sharing his tour stuff with his DJing online. I wonder if Raquel would come back since they're no longer together. Because if you think about it, James is really a main and she was kind of a supporting role in the show. I guess we'll have to wait and see where Vanderpump is going. I hope it can go back to some old school shit where... I don't know. I just miss the old Vanderpump rules before they started having babies. <laughs> so really, it's not going to go back to the old Vanderpump rules because they're all parents now and most of them are. And it's just, you know, people grow up and they do different things. Just like Frederick, he's no longer doing the show. So everyone moves on. And I guess I'm doing the same thing moving back to Pittsburgh. So with that, let's move on to something else. Let's go to uh, my summer house. All I have to say with Summer House is I hope and I pray, I really do hope and pray that Kyle and Amanda work out for her sake. I think this girl is the best out of all of them in that house. I feel like she is the most loyal. I feel like she is the most trustworthy. I feel like she is just She wants to be a good friend to people, and she wants to be there for people. I just feel like she's a genuine person. So she is my favorite in that house. And I just hope to God that Kyle can get his shit together after, dude, you're 40. I'm sorry. I I don't have, I don't, I don't feel bad for you with the way that she treats you. You reap what you sow. You reap what you sow. Now, growth needs to happen. I guess we saw at some point there was some growth, but then again, guess what? You fuck up again. I do feel like Amanda needs to take responsibility to, I mean, obviously she married the guy, but I'm just saying from this second episode when she's really questioning everything, I feel like she should have taken more responsibility for herself to really be like, there's all this toxicity within this relationship. It's been like this for years. We've seen it on the show time and time, episode after episode again. And I think at this point, she really should have considered and thought to herself, do I really want to spend the rest of my life defending him? Same thing with Brittany. She's going to have to spend the rest of her life defending Jax. A lot of people still don't think that they're going to last. They think that someone's going to, that Jax is going to cheat on her. I hope that doesn't happen. But would I be surprised? No, I wouldn't. So same thing with Kyle and Amanda. 
And it's weird because when I saw her on Watch What Happens Live, when Andy was asking her questions about Kyle, and he was in the audience too, so he was hearing every word. It was almost seeming like she had to constantly defend his actions on what he was doing in the show. And he's like, well, Amanda, if he treats you this way, like, why would you want to be with someone like that? And she was basically being not aggressive, but I really felt like, oh, well, he's like my best friend. So I'm saying like a lot. What the fuck, Kim? He's just my best friend and I want to be with my best friend. But honestly, I'm sorry. Would your best friend treat you that way? I don't think so. But with all of my love and everything that I have in between and all my prayers, I just, I hope it works out for you, Amanda. Kyle, you got to straighten your shit up because you have an amazing, amazing wife. And uh, again, I'm rooting for you guys. Realistically, I'm rooting for you, Amanda, because I think you deserve so much better than what you have. But I do feel like you deserve amazing things. So I hope for the best. Now... Let's go to some exciting news with some podcasters uh, known as some housewives and also family karma. Yes. Giselle and Robin from Real Housewives of Potomac. Their reasonably shady podcast, peeps, is getting recognized and uh, they will be recognized at the 53rd NAACP Image Awards with a nomination. Woohoo! claps for you girls congrats on that that is amazing and uh, they are up for outstanding arts and entertainment podcast make sure you see your girls also let's go to family karma right I fucking can't wait for them to come back on the boob tube because I can't wait to see Richa and Vashal's marriage come into play hopefully they film that shit I have no idea if they did but Family Karma is also getting recognition from GLAAD. I'm just going to say G-L-A-A-D. I don't know what it stands for. What the fuck? But they are nominated for Outstanding Reality Program. And it's for the 33rd Annual Media Awards. Winners will be announced in Los Angeles on April 2nd, but then also in New York City on May 6th. So congratulations, Family Karma cast. I fucking love you guys. You already know that. And uh, that's the news that I have. If I'm going to recap a little bit of Salt Lake City, that was the most awkward, crazy, confusing episode. But I dug every fucking second of it. Meredith coming at all of the women. Don't talk about my father. Don't talk about my family. What the fuck? And then all of a sudden at the very end of the episode, they're like laughing. They're in the pool. You're seeing Whitney's tits. It's like, I don't want to see those. Like, as Mary said, cover up. Oh, but she said that about Heather when they were hiking. But you know what? Cover up. We we don't need to see that shit. We don't need to. And we just don't need to. But it was a very interesting episode. A lot of yelling between Meredith and Jen. But also Lisa and Jen yelling at Lisa about Meredith not being there for Lisa. Was she there for you, Lisa? Yes or no? 
And then Lisa can't say yes or no. But then Jen just keeps poking the bear. Just say yes or no. Yes or And I was just like, oh, my gosh, this is some crazy shit. Like, oh, this is some high school shit. Like, you can't sit with us. And then we go after the whole crazy ass fight. And then Mary's coming in. Meredith's room after Jen's trying to talk to her and then she's like do you want an omelet no and then they're trying to have a moment and then Mary takes like eight million minutes to get out of Meredith's room I actually thought that was a nice comedic moment so thank you Mary for that needed a little bit of comic relief there because it's it is a heavy episode And then Jen going after Jenny about not saying everything correctly about her Meredith calling the feds and that she knew some all that kind of like a bunch of shit. It was crazy. It was a tornado. Twist the truth. Tornado. Lisa Barlow. She says the most random shit. She really does. But a lot of it is epic and I can appreciate it, even though I'm not a huge fan of hers. I'm really not. She's such a flip flopper and... I can't have friends like that. I just can't. So I'm trying to think back. So they go on this little excursion where they're in these like cars, outdoor carsy types of things. It's basically what the OC housewives did whenever Vicky got hurt and the whole thing turned over and Kelly was in the car. Like all that shit was crazy. So it was basically like that. Everyone was safe. Yay. And then they did the whole repelling from a little mountain or whatever and that was really cute fun good times Mary was all about it she's like this is what Utah's all about this is my childhood that's nice we learned a little bit about Mary from her childhood interesting on that and then again they end up being friends in the end and they're having a good time in the pool and then we find out in the next morning Meredith is sleeping with Lisa they're all in Lisa's bedroom And Jen is sleeping with Whitney. What happened? It almost seemed like they're like, oh my gosh, all this crazy shit happened. It was almost like when Bolo was in Atlanta, like that shit was crazy, but like, whoa, right? It's not, Salt Lake City was not like what Atlanta was with Bolo because that was a time. We all remember that. Oh, hot and bothered over here. My God. But yeah, so they were trying to make it like it was a bigger thing than it probably actually was. But it was quite funny that you saw um, Jenny. I think it was Jenny and Jen's like eyelashes on the bed and shit or just like in the house. And then you saw a bunch of like fucking different hair in in the pool on like some sort of uh, railing or whatever. I wonder whose hair it was. I would have assumed that it was Jen's. Because, or it could have been Lisa's. I don't know. I don't know if Lisa wears extensions, but I wouldn't be surprised if she does. So, yeah, that was the episode. It was interesting. It was crazy, but I enjoyed it. I'm just still excited for Jersey. Love the fact that they're playing old school Jersey episodes with Danielle Troutmouth. I'm so excited. It is Jersey. I can't fucking wait. Yin's guys tune into it February 1st. And I would also like to say thank you for listening to this episode. Short and quick again. The longer ones will be coming once. I, I would assume they're coming because the season's going to start with my girls. So make sure you follow and subscribe to your girl at Bravo Yinzer. Yinzer spelled Y-I-N-Z-E-R. This is obviously on Instagram. But also follow us at Believe Podcasts. 
and at Believe Pop Culture. That's Believe, B-L-E-A-V. Uh, but yeah, have a great fucking week. Enjoy everything Bravo. Let's see how all this shit, this crazy shit that is in the blogs and all this shit turns out. And let's see if Vicky's love tank gets full. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Ta-ta. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.